Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go to my website homepage, theangelmedium.com and sign up for my weekly angel message email. As a gift for signing up, I'm giving you access to free resources, including 31 healing meditations that, if you do daily, are going to help you hear your angels and your own intuition more clearly. Start using these today and you'll see changes in 31 days. Now, take a deep breath. Feel the presence of your angels as they fill you with love, joy, peace, bliss, and ease. And remember, your angels say the messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today, we have an amazing interview with Dee Garns, who um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about because you need some background information before we dive in. Friends, Spirit has been doing this really, really fun thing the last couple of months. You know, I I tape these episodes uh, a couple months before they air, and Spirit's been doing this thing where they're bringing angel stories actually through the interviews that I'm doing. And so here's what you need to know. A couple of years ago, I was in meditation and you know that I'm a very practical, I think the word is pragmatic, where you're just like a level-headed person. And, you know, it, it sounds weird sometimes to even say to people, yeah, I talk to angels or yes, I see angels or yes, you know, I bring through messages from the other side because that practical part of me is, is so much there. And so I was in meditation couple years ago. And I saw Wayne Dyer come in during meditation as I'm tuning into all the people on my spirit team. And I'm like, Wayne Dyer is on my spirit team. How could that be possible? That's not like, that's just crazy. Right. And so before, um, this interview with Dee Garns, as a business owner and entrepreneur, sometimes you have these questions that come up as an entrepreneur. And I have communities that I go to and coaches that I use and entrepreneurial organizations that come up. But a lot of times you're working from home, right? And on this particular day, I was asking all these questions of God, universe, source, and my spirit team, like, okay, this is where I'm going in my business. This is where I want to take everybody. You know, this is what I'm really feeling like, God, you want to bring into the world. How do I create this? And I was asking very specific questions of my spirit team. Like, how do you accomplish this? And how do you do this? And, and then I heard, you know, just pause here. This is what my spirit team's direction to me is. Julie, just pause where you're at. And go send out some emails because I'll, I'll do this every once in a while. I'll pause what I'm doing and I'll go complete a couple of tasks. And sometimes by doing that mindless activity, the answers will come. So here I am this day, I'm asking these questions and spirit says, just pause, go send out some emails to people that you want to have on the show. And 
What happened was D. Garns's book popped up where it should not have popped up. It's kind of like you're working on your computer and this thing just like pops up, right? Okay, so her book pops up and I have really no idea who she is. So I send her an email and I say, you know, I'd really love to have you on the show to talk about your book. And she responds and she's like, that's awesome. Um, Let's set up a time. So we hop on the interview and she goes, did you know that I was Wayne Dyer's assistant for like seven years? I was like, no, no. No, I did not know in no freaking way. Are you kidding? And so I'm hearing Wayne Dyer on my spirit team saying to me, Julie, ask her the questions, the business related questions that you were asking me um, or asking of God, universe, source, your spirit team about the business and where you want to go. She can answer all of those questions because she knows. So I got onto the interview, which you're going to hear, and I kind of cut the interview a little short and didn't go as much into it because I felt like behind the scenes, Wayne was working it so that I got to have this private conversation with her and she answered every single question. So I ended up getting this total momentum energy from this conversation and was able to go out and do a lot based on my conversation with her. But what you're going to hear today is the conversation with her and it's a beautiful one. She has written the most beautiful book about children's stories of remembering heaven, remembering the other side. And she's going to share some beautiful, beautiful stories uh, with you now. But I just wanted you to kind of have this background information because Spirit has been bringing through just these beautiful angel stories as I have been doing the interviews. So uh, it's wild how Spirit works, right friends? Here is the interview. Thanks for listening. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. This will probably be over on the Intuitive Kids podcast as well. I am here with a very, very special guest. She is Dee Garns, and she co-authored a book with Wayne Dyer. And so I'm just so excited to have her on today because this book is so important and um, this message is so important. So Dee, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, so I think you can do this one more, more justice than I can. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about this book? And where did you guys come up with the idea for this? So Wayne Dyer and I were really good friends and we lived in the same area and we just became best friends. And I eventually started working for him as his assistant. And when I was pregnant with my first baby, he was just so excited. And he's, he always was giving me all his children's books, like read it, teach them this now. And, and then when Marcus was born, it was just so fun being around Wayne. Cause he would, he'd hold my baby and he's like, where were you? <laughs> what is God like? (laughs) And and so when Marcus started talking, he started talking pretty early around, I don't know, a year and a half, 
And at 18 months old was one particular night. It was just me and, and Marcus and my husband. And I said, Marcus, where were you before you were born? And he raised both arms up and looked up at the sky. And I said, what's God like? And he said, light. And I was just so taken aback. It was just beautiful and innocent. And so the next day I shared the story with Wayne and he just loved it. And he said, let's share this story on my Facebook page and invite other adults to ask the children there around, where were you before you were born or just any sort of question like that. And the response, I mean, we received, or he received probably, I don't know, 10,000 um, stories. And so we'd go in the morning and just sit with coffee and just read all of these stories. And it was so entertaining and fascinating. And so I thought, hey, we should collect these stories and just, and put it in a book. We This is great. And so he's like, all right, <laughs> go for it, <laughs> do it. And so I'm like, okay. So I, um, I reached out to all these people and we put these stories together and it was kind of beautiful how, you know, I'm like, how do we go about like what chapters and this, but so many of the stories were like, it was interesting, exactly the same, like verbatim, whether it was from, you know, North America, South America, Europe, Tibet, I don't know, everywhere. These stories were so many of them were so similar. So the chapters just kind of presented themselves and and we put a collection of, and, and of course we couldn't do all of the stories. So we just chose some and put together a collection of these stories from the mouths of babes. Amazing. Yeah. So you have these sort of topics and these themes. Tell everybody maybe some of the, maybe the top three stories that would just wowed you. Oh gosh, the top three stories. Um, about this. Will you show everybody the book cover too, so that they can see on YouTube? Perfect memories of heaven. I love this. Memories of heaven. Here's this one. Years ago, when my three girls were little, I put the two youngest ones to bed, telling them to lie there quietly and not go to sleep. Molly was five years old and Carolyn was not yet two at the time. More than an hour after I put them to bed, I heard giggling and talking coming from the bedroom. So I made my way back to the back of the house to admonish them for not going to sleep. As I approached the bedroom, I stopped short when I heard Molly ask Caroline if she still remembered what it was like before she was born. Yes, replied Caroline. I remember picking mommy, daddy, Liana, and you. I could see you from up there and I saw grandma and grandpa too. They were smiling. I seed everything. Oh yeah, said Molly slowly. Caroline, I'm starting to forget. I know. Both remained oddly quiet and still for several moments after this until Molly began making faces and acting silly as she often did when trying to get her little sister to play and laugh. And I just, I like this one because I feel like I kind of went through the same thing with my kids is they would say things and remember things. And then one day they just stopped and they just forgot. And my son, Marcus, he said, ever since he was five, he doesn't remember 
anything, which before from, you know, when he was talking from like two to five, he would say all these things and then boop, he forgot. So I don't know. And was that age range kind of typical when you were reading through all of these stories? Is it about yes. five years old? Yes, it's yeah, five or six is when these these memories they just kind of it's interesting. Yeah. A hundred percent. And at I first I thought maybe it was because that's when they start going to school and are around different influences, but now I just, I don't feel that way anymore. I think it's, there's just something maybe it's like that innocence. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't have it completely figured out. I had an experience yeah. though myself when I was a little girl. Um, yeah. My, everybody always said my aunt Katie just adored me. She was like my great aunt and they would always take me to go see her. And she passed away um, and my mom and dad wanted to go drive to the funeral. And my other grandma came to stay with me and she said, um, that she was trying to explain what heaven was to me. And I was like, Grandma, I know I was in heaven before I chose to come to be with mommy and daddy. And she said that word chose always stuck with her. And the fact that I talked about the other side. Um, and so I think it's just fascinating that there are so many of these stories because every Thursday on the podcast, we share these angel stories of just different ways that the other side comes through. And it's fascinating that they come through in the same way for so many people and that mm -hmm. there are these common threads. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly why at age five. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. I love that story, though, because the sisters remembered. And I think that that's such an amazing experience to have. And how and how the one said, I'm starting to forget. Yes. And the younger one said, I know, like, yeah, like she knew that you will that you will forget. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. A hundred. Yeah. I know. That's fascinating. Okay, read me another one. Or if you don't mind, can we read a couple? Yes. Okay, let's see here. When my son was about four years old, we took him shopping to a Walmart that we had never been to before. An elderly black man greeted us at the door with a smile saying, hello, welcome to Walmart. My son got so excited. He threw his hand up and waved and replied exuberantly, hey, how are you? He said it as if he were greeting an old friend he hadn't seen in years. He was usually very shy of strangers. And so this really caught me off guard. Then without missing a beat, he looked at me enthusiastically and said, he was my friend. I knew him when I was with, when I was in heaven with God. I was totally speechless as was the elderly man. And I just, I liked that story because just one time, this was when I was, um, I don't know, 18, 17, 18. I went to my neighbor's house to, to borrow something and this guy opened the door and I was like, hi, and he said, hi. And we hugged and we both stood there and looked at each other like, like we were long lost friends that hadn't seen each other forever. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and I, I never saw him again. And but I still feel like it was such a familiarity in this. I feel like we 
must have somehow known each other. That's incredible too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So in this research, when you were doing this research, did you come across at all? There are a lot of kids that report remembering a past life here as well, like remembering the street that they lived on or what their house looked like. Did you come across that at all as well? Yeah, there's a whole chapter. So let me tell you really quick the chapters that just unfolded. Yeah. It's um there's only eight chapters. There's memories of heaven, memories of past lives, memories of choosing parents, memories of family reincarnations and role reversals. Memories of spiritual connections to our source, mystical and precognitive wisdom, invisible friends, and spiritual visitations, and angel stories. It's crazy. <laughs> I love it when spirit brings us all through. Um, so when it comes to the angel stories, what was interesting, like the most interesting piece of that for you? Okay, angel stories. Um... Oh, here's just a short and sweet one. It's Gavin still talks to his garden angels at the age of eight. He just recently told me that he'd received information that the angels were excited about sending babies from heaven to people that we knew. And that week we found out that three of our friends were newly expecting babies and they hadn't told anyone yet. Oh, messages coming through. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, my youngest daughter used to have conversations with angels every night. One night when she was just two and a half, she asked me to tell them not to have so many in her room because she was tired and wanted to sleep some more. I told her to ask the <laughs> angels not to stay that night. And we did it together. And the next morning when I asked how she slept, she told me that only Michael had stayed at the foot of her bed to help her sleep more peacefully. I got chills knowing who Michael was when she noticed my reaction. She said, Yep, mommy, he's my favorite too. I'd never told her angel names. Uh, as an added note, this is a fun little tidbit. My Northern California born baby began her talking days speaking in a very strong Boston accent. No one in our family has ever been to Boston and she always told me <laughs> it was from before. That was interesting. Wow, that is so fascinating. Now, when we have people on to share angel stories, sometimes people report that invisible friend um, that will come through, but it's often like a grandparent that's there, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. like the parent's parent, somebody, a loved one that's known on the other side, and mm -hmm. that child will see a picture and be like, that's so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, lots of ghost stories in here. Yes. And sometimes they even call them by their nickname, like, mm -hmm. um, and, and they've got the name right too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So when it comes to the role reversal, this is really fascinating to me too, because angels show this all the time in sessions that wow. I could come into this lifetime and be mom to my daughter, but she was sister to me in another life, or mm -hmm. she was mother to me in a different life. How does that present in the stories that you've read? Exactly what you're saying. There's stories of little little kids saying, isn't it funny that I used to be your mommy and now you're my mommy? And it's fun because these stories, these, these adults didn't 
know what they were hearing and they just thought it was just you know talk and then when they were reading all these other stories on Facebook that Wayne asked people to participate in that's when even more stories started flooding through but um yes let's see what chapter is that one let me pull a story sure so okay I just have to read this right <laughs> but this one um Mary's um first this is sad Mary's firstborn child died before she was one and she made up this lullaby that she would sing to her baby and after that her after her baby died she didn't she couldn't even sing that song anymore because it was just so painful seven years later she got pregnant and had another little girl when that little girl was four years old she started singing that song <gasps> and the mom was like Mary froze and asked her daughter how she knew that song and the child's response was mommy you used to sing it to me and Mary became a true believer after that and understood that you picked your mother and and I don't know oh that's yeah. just such proof too because the other thing that comes through in sessions is um sometimes children are very very clear like the soul of a child will come through and say um I tried to come in a couple of times before will you yeah. please let my mom know that I'm here with her now and mm -hmm. that I ended up coming through because I feel like as moms a part of our heart can feel like it's missing when they're not mm -hmm. here but they mm -hmm. need us to know that they're with us they've come through in a different in a different pregnancy yeah I my first pregnancy um I miscarried and then and then I had my son Marcus and then I had my daughter Shiloh um two years after Marcus and it was just a few years ago Shiloh just blurts out and says isn't it funny that I was going to be your older sister and now I'm your younger sister <laughs> and I sound like oh my gosh she could have I don't know wow Possibly she was going to come first and then she didn't <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And they talk about all the time why that is, that the timing has to be just right because it's not just us that they're coming here to, it's their partner that they're coming in with, it's their friends, it's the right timing of the work that they're going to do here in the world and the people who are going to be surrounding them in the work that they do. And because of our free will here, the jigsaw puzzle pieces can get like shifted so easily and so fast. That's fascinating. Did you, say <laughs> you had another story that you like pulled. You're like, oh, I'm going to read this one next. There's this one that the the baby kept calling or the child kept calling um grandma Baca. And and she's like, why are you calling me Baca? And then she said, I'm I'm grandma. She's like, can I just call you Baca? And then later through life found out that Baca means grandma in Croatian. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's no way she could have known that. No, no. How would you know that? Yeah. 
That is so fun. Dee, I want to ask you this too. So you got to spend seven years as Wayne Dyer's assistant. And mm -hmm. I wonder if you could just give us your favorite memory of him because I grew up watching him and his PBS specials and mm -hmm. he just changed my entire life. And um I remember I would be sitting in my 20s just watching his PBS specials and, you know, buying all of his CDs and his books. And um, remember back in the day when we had CDs or like the courses would come on CD. I know. I know. I was just cleaning out my closet. <laughs> I have all of these CDs of, of his that I don't even have a CD player in my car. You know? <laughs> like, I know. But I would be sitting there thinking. Oh, what a wonderful job he has. Oh, what a wonderful job he has. I would love to do what he does, not knowing that this would step into and be my life's work later yeah. on. So wild. Yeah. But I wondered if you could just share any stories or your favorite story of him. I've got, so, he was so funny. I mean, hilarious. We would just laugh nonstop. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, I was, I was always making dinner for my family. So I would send dinner over to him just a plate. Cause you know, that's what, that's what I would do. And, um, so one night he's like, okay, you guys are coming over. I'm making dinner tonight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he, he got this asparagus and he's like, oh, so beautiful. This you're going to love this. And, and I'm making dinner. <laughs> like, okay. So we sit down and, and he's like, this asparagus is so chewy. It's delicious, but it's chewy. And he's chewing for like five minutes. And then he finally pulls the rubber band. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the rubber band from around the asparagus. Yeah. He just put the whole thing in the pot. And <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. I just love that. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, your book is Memories of Heaven and um, everybody could probably find that on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, but do you still participate in this work anymore? Where can people find you? Well, they can find me through Instagram or Facebook at dgarns and Yes, I still, I receive messages and stories from all over the world. And it's wonderful how much this book has, has helped people just kind yeah. of understand, you know, that we're all just one in this life together. And, you know, to have a, a mind that's open to everything and attached to nothing and yeah, just see all the magic that's going on in this world. Oh. Yeah. Yes. It's so interesting. And the painting behind you, um, I could feel his presence the entire time, but it looks like a shadow of like a man in the painting behind you. Like that kind of darker piece. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's oh yeah. I guess you. I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Dee, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's really nice. Yay. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too.
Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. <laughs> 